pandemic, social unrest, the state, and the White House. You are listening to The John DePietro Show. Afternoon on this sunny Friday, folks. Final Friday in February. It is. It is John DePietro on AM 1380, 99.9 FM. uh, February to me is always, it's a rough month and i am not glad i am uh, not uh, upset to see it leave that's right so today's the 26th follow me now tomorrow's the 27th and then sunday is the 28th and march 1st arrives on monday and i can't wait and uh you know i this time of year normally i don't mention the weather but it just plays such a factor the fact like today that it's sunny out right now and then, uh, you know, I don't even mind that it's going to rain the next three days. Saturday and Sunday, both days are going to get rain. Anything to get rid of some of the snow that is out there. And then next week looks like a little more rain but dry. But anyhow, well, folks, good afternoon. It's Shonda on AM 1380, 99.9 FM. I want to say good afternoon. Everyone watching on Facebook Live, we have the Facebook Live stream. I did get an email from said said, Juan, I'm on your page. I don't see. Well, we have a temporary page. Now, the other page where we have... So many followers and everything. It's it's coming back next month. Next month, we will have our old Facebook. We have a temporary one right now, which is JDRI uh, Radio FB Live. It's a temporary, almost like we've gone south for the winter type of thing. But our normal page where we have close to um, 30,000 uh, <coughs> Whatever. I mean, you you have 30,000 people that follow it and then another 30,000 that somehow check in. I forget the exact terminology. But anyhow, but we are going to be up and running with that. I, we're going to be back with that in the spring. We're just uh, fine-tuning some things, but we are going to have that. Don't worry. It is not going away. As always, folks, you can always go to the website, petro.com, Watch the live stream. This portion of the program on this Friday. You know, we still, it is an unknown with the winter. If you're having a problem with your heating or cooling system, call JKL JKL today. Remember, they're licensed in Rhode Island and Massachusetts. JKL Engineering, give them a call. 401-351-7600. Heating and cooling. Remember, with JKL licensed in Rhode Island and Massachusetts. So you're listening right now. Wherever you can hear my voice, Worcester or Franklin or Bellingham on 99.9 FM or AM 1380. Remember, you can always listen online at the website, petro.com. Just click on listen live. But JKL, the do it right, the do it right the first time, 54 years in business, called JKL right now. Remember, estimates are free. Financing is available. JKL Engineering, 401-351-7600. Now. Uh, CPAC is going on. Uh, I was going back and forth, folks. One, I almost did go down to CPAC, but I'll be honest, just with the COVID situation, you got to come back and quarantine in Rhode Island. Still so difficult. Um, Last year, I had full VIP and then everything got thrown off because of COVID. But (coughs) excuse me, obviously, I'm disappointed that um, I will not be there on Sunday as President Trump is speaking. But I had a very nice conversation yesterday with uh, my friends at CPAC. And uh, it's not for me to watch that, that I'm not there. But I'm telling you, going forward, we will be there, have full coverage. I'll probably be doing some Facebook Live over the weekend. And coming up on Sunday, uh, I mean, everyone is excited about the President Trump speech. This is going to be his first big speech, and it's a big one uh, that's going to happen. And, you know, they're preparing for it. I think next week we are going to have uh, one of the people on the program that has been working with President Trump on the speech, been communicating with them as well. But um, coming up, this CPAC speech on Sunday, um, I'm just glad that, you know, obviously losing the election and and also, let's be very clear. I, I think it's always important to break off and for you to know, right, where where I differ from other people in the medium and also just various other people out there. And I'll give you a perfect example. Um, you know, as I've told you, for instance, the, the head of the Rhode Island GOP, 
chairwoman Susie Yankee, she was quoted in the Boston Globe saying, I think the election was fair. Now, where I'm different from her is to me, there was nothing fair about the election. The fact that you had unnotarized mail ballots, the fact that Nellie, just let's talk locally, right? Because I don't know enough about what went on in Pennsylvania, neither do you. We don't know what went on in Wisconsin. We don't know what went on in Georgia. We hear about things. Uh, but we certainly know what went on in Rhode Island. And Rhode Island and, and uh, Massachusetts mirror each other. But Rhode Island actually had a higher, uh, produced a higher vote total for President Trump. Where were I different, differ from the head of the Rhode Island Republican Party? And I also want to be very clear. By the media, I'm described as, you know, a big supporter and a cheerleader. I have to, I am. And most of the time I am. And I, I'm not offended by that. And, you know, I think I'm I will tell you that you can't name another local person. I mean, in Massachusetts, you you know, Howie's a big Trump supporter. But in our area, uh, the locals, they they won't even they won't even tell you for the vote. They won't even tell you who they voted for. Other than you have someone like Pork Boy will gladly tell you how much he hates President Trump. But what we're different and why I, I I can't embrace the strategy by the Rhode Island Republican Party I'm certainly not trying to hurt them, but making statements like that, it was a, quote, a fair election. As I've told you, I don't think there was anything fair about it. How many people listening right now, either watching on Facebook Live or you're listening on uh, DePetro.com or maybe you just got in the car like Sam from Excel Limousine, who's back in the footfold. He stumbled upon one on 99.9 FM or AM 1380. I, I don't know anyone that if you if you received an unrequested mail ballot. And we know that these mail ballots were then just mailed back and and not even notarized. And the voting went on for a month. And we have totally come away from the whole equation of election day. On election day, President Trump got his people out to vote. 75 million of us. We voted on election day. But to say it's a fair election, and again, Chairwoman Sienke, who, by the way, is up for re-election in the month of March, saying that President Trump alienated a lot of people. And a lot of people, you know, don't want to be Republican because they don't want to be a white supremacist. And they don't like, what are you talking about? Are you, the, are, you, are you the chairperson of the Rhode Island, the Republican Party or the Democrat Party? Like, what talking points are you working off? But let me just be very clear. There was nothing fair about that election. And I know these people, oh, you know, it's been decided and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, and oh, no, you know, can you prove massive voter fraud? Well, you know, they didn't they didn't even try. But let me get to that on Sunday. Trump's CPAC speech will rip Biden and map out retaking Congress in 2022. And by the way, I have been friendly um, with uh, former Trump uh, chair. There were two of them in Rhode Island. One of them was Jerry Sorella. I mean, I've known him for 20 years. I, I was disappointed. He jumped off like the next day or pretty close to it. I think a lot of people, you know, this is like the Mark Twain thing of uh, reports of my death have been exaggerated. A lot of people. And just like, I can't stand that Nikki Haley. I mean, she thinks now what she's going to walk back or comment as they have in the impeachment Senate trial, that's when she decides, oh, we should have walked away a long time ago. They're not leaving. Former President Trump will use his much-anticipated speech at CPAC to offer a stinging rebuke of the first month of the Biden presidency while laying out what the GOP needs to do to take Congress in the 2022 midterms. Trump's speech, first major address, is hotly anticipated by conservatives who flock. He knows it's very important for him to reset for the country so many people here in the ballroom, Matt Schlapp, who we've had on the program last a year ago, folks, when they had that um, the Trump rally in New Hampshire that I attended. We had Matt on the program. I've had him on in the past. The guy is just terrific. Couldn't be nicer. And um, and I, I told him, I'm telling you next year, I will absolutely be at CPAC. I feel terrible about not being there. But it's just listen, we also have a new governor coming in. I mean, we have some other local news. But anyhow. President Trump is supposedly going to issues like illegal immigration. <coughs> Notice the fact that that has not even been touched on by the Rhode Island Republican Party. I, I can't help it. I want to be supportive. 
But you don't just start apologizing. You don't just start saying things like, you know, well, we all know and blah, blah, blah. And I hate that line. It was a fair election. Let me be very clear with you folks. Illegals should not be voting. So glad to hear from one of my uh, former Hendrick and classmates yesterday who said you are 100 percent right about this whole business where they want low income housing in Providence. And they don't even mention the fact that so much of that are people from Guatemala living eight to ten in an apartment that's supposed to be no more than four. So I can't stand that. Listen, President Trump got elected by saying build the wall. We're going to build the wall. That was always an issue floating out there. He was the first one to make it full mainstream. And people started to pay attention, and it made a difference over the past four years. And what does Biden want to do? You know, Tucker Carlson had a good program the other night. He said everyone throws out the the number 11 million illegals. No one really even knows what the number is. It's more. It, it could be, it, it's like 20 million, 25 million. Folks, and it's so clear. It's voters. Let me be very clear with you at 1217. Illegals are voting in Rhode Island. I repeat, illegal aliens are voting in Rhode Island. They're on the voter rolls. They registered them. There's no checks and balances regarding registering to vote. Once an illegal gets on the voter roll and then they just get them a mail-in ballot, boom. What the, the hard part, the hardest part should be getting on the voting roll. Let me explain something. A lot of people have this backwards. They think the hardest part should be voting. Where I'm different than the Rhode Island Republican Party and some others is I believe the largest hurdle should be getting on the voter roll. That should be sacred. I've had people say, we're going to stand at the polls. Well, that's great. Guess what? They're not going to be at the polls. They're going to have a mail ballot that you're never even going to see. All around the state this year, last year, or 2020, they had those drop boxes. You could drop in a mail ballot. Why did they do that? Was it for convenience? No. Why did they do that? To avoid mail fraud. Because technically, if you drop... A mail, if you put a, 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 a ballot through the U.S. mail and it was fraudulently done, at the very least, they could nail you for mail fraud. They eliminated that. Where is the outcry on that? But let me be very clear. And this is important. And again, folks, good afternoon. We have some great sound I want to play for you. And also, there's an attorney. Whatever you're doing right now at 1218 on this Friday, it's not being highlighted enough. There's a Providence police officer who's on trial right now. This guy Hanley in this video that was leaked. And we've seen it of him arresting someone. And the guy won't get out of the car. And so much information has come out about that that just shows the bias that there is that exists in the media. And, you know, I was talking about it yesterday with one of the reporters. Is Folks, as you know, you know, yesterday was kind of funny. I was at that COVID briefing. And what's also comical to me is uh, my former colleague, Steve Clampton, right? Steve Clampkin, WPRO News. Clampkin was not there. So you would think that would be an opportunity, right, for Pork Boy or Cackle, one of them to actually go, who was there? And I don't fault the guy. Gene Valicenti's producer was there because you can only supposedly have one representative from media outlet. Folks, and it's just comical to me because there have been 130 briefings. Now, there have been 130 briefings, but there were only, it was not until May that we could start to go to them in person. So uh, prior to that, they were all. You know, you had to submit the question and blah, blah, blah. The only reason I mention that is I was talking to a reporter about this, this trial. And, um, and it wasn't lost on me that you have full-time talk hosts at that station, right? The Cackle uh, and, um, and Pork Boy. And, and, all right, if, if you want to give a pass to Matt Allen because he's on the air, he could do a show from there. But anyhow, my point is they, they've never attended one Like, you can't be any lazier than that. But there's a pattern there. And I will talk about it with that that, that story with the Providence police officer. Because some information has come out 
that it's about time that someone actually reveals this stuff. And with all the reporting, hey, listen, I can't be everywhere. You hear me cite a lot of people. If someone comes up with information on something, I'm certainly not shy about passing it along. But let me just finish up on the situation with President Trump, where he is going to talk about illegal immigration, and he should. He also is going to talk about accused Biden of pushing identity politics over American identity and the American workforce like the Keystone Pipeline that was shut down. And also the need to break up big tech, which I agree with. So President Trump is the leader of the Republican Party. And I know you've had these people that have been in a hurry to bury him. But Mitt Romney this week said if he runs in 2024, he will win the primary by a landslide. And even Romney said that this week. And last night, Mitch McConnell was asked, if President Trump is the Republican nominee in 2024, would you support him? And he said, absolutely. Folks, it is happening. You know, they recognize we have to do something about the voting. We have to do something about the voting lists. The most important thing that could be done and changed in Rhode Island is the voting list. Because do you see, and, and I know that it's not easy because a lot of people are not demonstrating for you. But when someone gets onto the voting list, it's, it's basically impossible to track it, to try to knock them off. Um, very, very difficult. It's like trying to evict someone. If you're a landlord, how difficult it is to actually evict someone. It's not as easy as people think. If someone get, if you're a landlord and someone gets into one of your properties, good luck. That's why people screen them out so heavily. It's, it's very, very difficult to get someone out. So, but he is expected to talk, President Trump, on Sunday about the 2022 midterms, what the party needs to do, take control of the House. Uh, He's going to talk about policy he believes have been successful for the party, describing a divide in the party between the grassroots and a handful of Beltway insiders. He's expected to name names. Good. Folks, let me tell you, I I am, um, as as many of you know, I mean, and that, listen, Liz Cheney, I I don't care if she leaves the party. I think she's going to get knocked down in the primary. Good. I want to repeat what happened at the Capitol. uh, It's so unfair to all these people that scream outrage what happened at the Capitol when, in fact, the real answer is there are so many uh, people that all, and, and us included, all summer and fall, you watched all the rioting and all the looting and things burned down night after night. And so on January 6th, some of our supporters went into the Capitol And what did they do? They marched around with some flags and hats and took some selfies. And this went on for about two hours. (coughs) They even stayed within the rope extensions and then they left. I mean, that's what happened. They didn't burn the place down. They didn't vandalize. They didn't steal artwork. There's valuable things in there. You look at that. You look at compared to what they did. You didn't see people running out with items. There was nothing like that. There were some people that got out of control. It is. It got a little raucous. And when, listen, when you're there and you're peaceful and suddenly you have someone shooting pepper spray in your face or flashbangs or smoke grenades and tear gas, people start to get tired of it and and fed up. Uh, Look, our crowd didn't even do it at night for crying out loud. No one even mentions that. I mean, we watched all summer long. It was night after night and well into the night. I mean, our crowd, they, they did a, a, a matinee, for crying out loud. It was like a matinee protest, you know, $2 off. So, folks, again, it's John DePietro on AM 1380. Look at that, at 99.9 FM. Oh, I love that photo. Someone just, uh, you're very welcome. Sam at Excel Limousine, my good friend. I'm going to talk to him later today. Folks, if you need a vehicle, 401-273-6464. I'm looking at... um. Right now, outside Ron's Pastry Gourmet, look how beautiful that. They have uh, two of the police horses on horseback outside of Ron's Pastry Gourmet. Look how beautiful that is. Folks, now again, it's lunchtime. You don't want to have meat today. But the good news is, why not a pizza strip or spinach pie? Stop in and see Ron and Melissa, Ron's Pastry Gourmet. Now remember, Sunday is the big Trump speech with CPAC. They have... 
Trump chocolate donuts, Trump cupcakes. You know what? I love going to Ron's Pastry Gourmet, 170 Royal Little Drive in Providence. It's Ron and Melissa. And I'll tell you, everything's fresh, delicious cannoli, uh, different, delicious pastry. They have incredible calzones. But I like going in there. They also have incredible Italian zeppola with boiled uh, cream inside. But I like going in there because you feel like President Trump is basically still in office. There's pictures hanging there. It's kind of like Trump headquarters. Ron's Pastry Gourmet, 170 Royal Little Drive in Providence. Well, folks, good afternoon. It's John DePietro. Now, also, you can always go to the website, DePietro.com. And DePietro.com is sponsored by Relaxed Souls. Now, listen, it is a stressful time. And having to deal with Biden and having to deal with AOC and Cicilline and all the progressives up at the state house. I don't blame you for feeling stressed. Why not call Lisa Wood? Relaxed Souls, S-O-L-E-S, Reflexology. And call or text her at 401-742-6621. Now, the reason I mentioned Petro.com is you can link right through Relaxed Souls, 401-742-6621. If you have back pain, Lisa, what she does is Reflexology is different from massage because she works on the hands and the feet that are so important for stimulation of the body. It's incredible. Boost immune function, face, ears, hands and feet, reflexology, and you'll be deeply relaxed. Contact her. Go to log on to petro.com and, um, and you can get in touch with her. Now, speaking of CPAC, I'm glad for Senator Ted Cruz, who's brilliant, by the way. And boy, he was dragged through the mud. He takes the stage in CPAC. And I love it. He opens up with a great line. Now, keep in mind, they're in Orlando. This is Senator Ted Cruz. This is how he started. God bless CPAC. Damn right. I got to say, Orlando is awesome. It's not as nice as Cancun. Good line. Make a joke about it. But it's nice. Beautiful. <laughs> and you know, I gotta say, what an amazing. He he went on to give a uh, a very very uh, good speech. That is Senator Ted Cruz. Now there are um, there's other sound that I want to play. I played a little bit of it um, last hour. And again, folks, good afternoon. It's John DePietro, AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. Uh, But I want to play it again. And it has to do with the fact that you have the trial going on of this Providence police officer. And one of the things that I wanted to mention was the fact that no one was mentioning that this guy who is on trial, or excuse me, who accused the Providence police officer Hanley, and accused him of police brutality. I was, I was speaking with someone yesterday, and I said, I can't believe we didn't know that the guy had been, this guy, his last name is um, Gore, that he had been arrested 22 times. And this media person I was talking to yesterday said, oh, no, I knew that. I'm like, what, what? well, you know, I didn't want to, that. he's not on, here's what I was told, he's not on trial, Hanley's on trial, took courage for him to come forward with the police brutality allegation, even though he was paid $75,000. But this guy, did you arrested 22 times? Not once, not twice, not three, 22 times. Good luck trying to, why didn't the media bring this out? This is brand new, I didn't, I got to, I, I got to plead ignorant. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. But this guy not only takes the stand finally after the judge drags him in. He takes the stand, witness now at the trial, wearing a Black Lives Matter face mask. Black Lives Matter mask. Now, obviously, I have different masks here. Here's my, and I'm wearing it on Facebook Live. Here's my Mayor Alorza mask that we sell at Petro.com. I have several Mask there for sale. I also have the show mask, the John DePietro show mask, again, available at the website under shop at DePietro.com. So he's wearing the Black Lives Matter face mask. And I'm so glad that the attorney, Michael Colucci, who's representing this uh, Sergeant Hanley from Providence, 
I'm so glad he called him out. Oh, so you're not biased against police? No. You don't think you're biased against police officers? No. You've been arrested 22 times and you're wearing a Black Lives Matter face mask. Mask. So, but listen to the way, finally, that this attorney, Colucci, frames Black Lives Matter. That I have been saying all along. Like these frauds that think you wear it. And Black Lives Matter stands for unity. And Black Lives Matter, uh, it stands for inclusiveness. And it brings people together. And it means, pe- no, there's nothing peaceful about it. The movement was started anti-police. It remains anti-police. Like those idiots in Borington. We're flying a Black Lives Matter flag because uh, it stands for welcoming and inclusiveness and peace and diversity. No, excuse me. It stands for we hate cops. That's what it stands for. Don't try to tell us it's something different. But I'm so glad that he questioned this clown 22 times arrested on the stand. Like you have the, you know, the brass ones to walk in here wearing a Black Lives Matter mask and thinks nothing of it. So it went like this. Here we go. You have so much credibility. That's exactly what it stands for. And that's why, for instance, in, in Borington and Barrington, these idiots flying a black. Whoa, it stands for diversity. It means welcoming. You know, it means like, wh- what are you talking about? That is, that is like a red flag, so to speak, to say we have a major problem with policing here. We hate cops. If you're flying a Black Lives Matter flag, you're flying a flag that says, we hate cops. We want to defund the police. And as he said, we want to obliterate the police. Black Lives Matter flag, uh, mask, shirt, whatever, means we hate cops. You know when then um, they somebody, some idiot brought a Confederate flag into the Capitol the day of the protest that we, we all could have lived without? You know, and they, oh, no, no, that Confederate flag. Now, listen, as much as you can say it means rebel, it means, you know, uh, Dixie, it means pride in the South. It means NASCAR had a Confederate flag. The Dukes of Hazard, the General Lee had a Confederate flag. Kid Rock would go on stage with a Confederate flag. Country stars would have it. You'd see it years ago in an Alabama football game. It just stands for like, Rebel, at least to me. What do they say? Oh, no. That stands for racism. That stands for if you are flying a Confederate flag, that means that you're in favor of slavery. Well, if you want to have that, and I don't agree with that, but if that's your take, well, then at least grant us that if you have a Black Lives Matter mask on or you're flying a flag, it means I hate the blanking cops. I want to defund the police. I mean, it's ludicrous to try to pretend. That's why the other, I think it was two weeks ago, Barrington, they had that town hall meeting and these people giving definitions that, oh, no, Black Lives Matter. That's, you know, you're extending an olive branch to the LGBT community. No, Black Lives Matter. No, that means inclusivity. Oh, no, no, Black Lives Matter. That stands for diversity. That's another way of saying, you know, peace be with you like in church. Oh, no, Black Lives Matter. No, no, it doesn't. And I love the fact that this attorney, Michael Colucci, called him out on it. Arrested 22 times. Wrong. Yes. That is exactly right. I think I've interviewed him in the past. I plan to interview him again. Finally, someone has the backbone to at least say it because of these people that normally won't say it. Hey, folks, I want to remind you, we're going to call John Francis in just a moment. But now, listen, there's a lot of snow and ice, and it's melting. 
Tomorrow's going to be a rainy day. There's going to be more of it on the road. Remember, four words. Some jackass hits you, right? You, someone hits you. You get out of the car, and they, no inglay, no inglay. Yeah, guess what, guess what else? No insurance. But if you get hit by an illegal or a drunk driver, <clears throat> I didn't even see you. <clears throat> yes, you did. You're drunk. You just hit my car. If your car looks like Tiger Woods' vehicle, call or less. West Fountain Auto Body, 401-272-3340. Listen, it's really simple. If you're in an accident or, now today is Friday, if someone you know, family member, friend, yourself, was in a vehicle accident and you need to get your vehicle repaired, call West Fountain Auto Body, 401-272-3340. They're located 400 West Fountain Street in Providence. It's right off of 95 they're right behind the providence public safety complex which means you're safe because the area is crawling with cops because their police station is right there west fountain 401-272-3340 call kenny you can drop my name you can say juan told me to call uh, i had some damage done on my vehicle i need to get a fix and then he'll take over and handle everything for you west fountain 401-272-3340 let's call our friend um <coughs> john francis Competition shooting supplies. Uh, call John, and he has been um, posting quite a bit on Facebook, and I've been sharing it. So um, let's see if we can get our uh, the defender of the faith on the line with us, folks. We are calling our friend John Francis at Competition Shooting Supplies and find out exactly what John Francis is. That you, John Francis? There he is. Folks, joining us on the line right now from Competition Shooting Supplies is the Defender of the Faith, your Second Amendment headquarters. It's John Francis. Good afternoon, John Francis. Hi, John. How are you? Very well. Now, John, I've been sharing uh, your posts on Facebook. I like the, uh, your page and putting it out there. So let's do our Friday update. You, you do have, certainly, some firearms in stock and some ammunition in stock. Uh, yeah, so uh, last between you know, last week, I got a uh, I got over forty new guns that came in. Great. Uh, I did get some uh, some more uh, so far this week. So I still have uh, I still have some Ruger five seven pistols. I managed to uh, obtain some ammo, a couple of boxes of uh, ammo to sell with each one. Excellent. I still have a pretty decent assortment of brand new nine uh, millimeter pistols. Uh, and I also got in uh, some a uh, couple of different uh, 357 uh, revolvers, and we got in some used guns as well, some uh, nice used uh, AR-15 rifles on consignment. Wow. Uh, and the guns are in really good shape, and the owner is uh, kicking in 200 rounds of ammo with each rifle. Whoa. Now, what about, am I also hearing you have a used Remington as well? Uh, yes, I just got in a, you, anybody that's looking for a waterfowl shotgun for hunting, we just got in a pretty nice, uh, condition, uh, Versamax, uh, in the, uh, waterfowl camo, uh, brand new, these guns are in the 13 to $1,500 range, this one's only six ninety nine. Wow, now I also understand, I'm looking, you also, do you still have the Glock, a Glock, or did you sell out of the Glock? I got in, I have, I believe I have one Glock 9mm pistol left, uh, a Model 43, and I just got in a Glock Model 30S in 45 Auto. Folks, we're speaking with John Francis, Competition Shooting Supplies, 435 Benefit Street in Pawtucket. John, anything else? Uh, this is terrific. You, This is good. You are starting to get some things in. I have a feeling that after President Trump's uh, speech at CPAC on Sunday, I think you're going to have another big week <laughs> next week. But what other, uh, anything else you want to mention that you have in or... If there's, um, that sounds great that the owner of the ARs, he's willing to throw in some ammo as well. Oh, yeah. And wow. So, uh, well, well, so uh, on the political front, uh, so next week um, uh, I've been told that the General Assembly or the progressives up at the State House are going to start holding, uh, putting together hearings on all the anti-gun bills uh. that they want to pass. So uh, um, we're once again urging everybody out there that's listening, please call, call, email, and write your state senator, your state rep. The, all the members of the House and Senate Judiciary Committee, uh, the Speaker of the House, the Senate President, 
Lieutenant Governor, Lieutenant Governor Dan McKee's office, please urge them not to pass these bills. Not only is, you know, it's going to have a de- devastating financial impact on the gun industry here in the state. The, the, you know, the millions of dollars of tax revenue is likely to be lost, as well as hundreds of good-paying, high-skilled Rhode Island jobs. And I want to point out to people, we are, John is right, we are at a disadvantage because they're not meeting at the State House where they meet, which is uh, right where I was yesterday at the governor's, Governor Mundo, the COVID briefing right there at Vets Auditorium. The public can't go. So the uh, they don't, you know, see the rallies. It's tough with that. Although, John, you know, if some of this stuff could just get delayed, people need to realize, as we're seeing, with the good weather coming, the, the restrictions are going to be lifted. There will be the opportunity for rallies outside and people to return to the State House. So this is really the time to hold the line because I think as we progress into next month and then into April, there'll be more of a chance for people to rally and get together and really show their support. Yes, I mean, it's only, I mean, you know, they, I guess their plan is to allow, you can submit written testimony and apparently perhaps do it over the phone, but that's not the same no. as being able to, you know, uh, you know, be there in person yep. to exercise your constitutional rights. That's to right. Uh, things like this. It, you know, and with everything else that's, you know, the, the, uh, uh, all the other problems that we're having here in the state because of COVID, this is the last thing that should be on their agenda, at least in my opinion. Rhode Island has the second lowest gun violence rate anywhere in the country. Our gun laws work really, really well. And, you know, they're basically creating a solution to a problem that doesn't exist. Yep. And something I'll share with you that I've, I've started to hear from different people is something that we really have to be on the lookout for is, as you know, Merrill Lords is going to run for governor and you have all these illegals that Biden is going to apparently let into the country. Take a guest who wants to welcome them into Rhode Island and then greet them as new voters. The mayor of Providence, the mayor of the sanctuary city. The state can ill afford to take on. Uh, you know, uh, a fi- you know, it's going to be a financial burden. Both, it is you know, uh, on the on the healthcare system, the welfare system. You've got, you know, as far as I'm concerned, you've got people here in the state that are, you know, are in serious, legitimate need of yep. those social services. Yes, and we can't have illegals coming over here. No, uh, and 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 taking that up. No way. It's just not fair to the people that, uh, you know, the, the uh, US, actual U.S. citizens that need that kind of help. Yep. Folks, we speak with John Francis, Competition Shooting Supplies, 435 Benefit Street in Pawtucket. You can call him at 727-1716. He's also active on Facebook, and I've been sharing it. John, what are your hours, John Francis, for today and for tomorrow? Uh, today we're open 10 to 6, and tomorrow uh, 9 to 430. Now remember, you are the Defender of the Faith and Second Amendment Headquarters. John Francis, uh, great to talk to you. Keep up the good work, and we'll talk to you again. Thanks, John. You too. All right, folks, there it is. And remember, if you have uh, a firearm that you don't uh, particularly need, there are people who are in need. This is, uh, without question, it is a seller's market. And so maybe right now, you know, there are people that say, you know, I have five handguns or five rifles that I just I don't use. Bring it to competition shooting supplies. Um, Stop in and see John Francis. Well, folks, good afternoon. It's 1244 on this Friday. It's John DePietro on AM 1380, 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at the website, DePietro.com. This portion of the program brought to you by Ryan's Appliance Repair. Remember what we say. If your appliance is dying, just call Ryan. Do you have an appliance right now on this Friday? That needs to be fixed. It's not working properly. And maybe some of you are saying, well, you know, tomorrow I'm going to head to wherever, Home Depot or Lowe's, and I'm going to get the parts, and I'm going to take a, I, you know, if you know how to do that, trip, I'm not, and I'm not ashamed of it. Ryan, Ryan Appliance Repair was in uh, Juan's home on Monday. Again, he's been here too. It was a little piece of the refrigerator that snapped off when you'd open and shut the door. Who did I call? Ryan's Appliance Repair. We had a problem with the dishwasher pulling in and out. Something happened. Who knows? Maybe Rummy, maybe the dog jumped up on it. Either way, I called Ryan's Appliance Repair. If you're having a problem with your washing machine or your dryer or your garbage disposal or microwave or a stove, 
oven, any appliance, Ryan's Appliance Repair, 401-710-7096, 401-710-7096. Saturday appointments are available. All work is guaranteed for 90 days, parts and labor, and senior citizens discounts are available. Ryan's Appliance Repair, 401 710 96. Well, folks, good afternoon. It's John DePietro. Now, also, just to give you an update, as many of you know, I was there yesterday. I participated um, in the COVID briefing. Uh, and I also want to, you know, folks, I, as many of you know, one, I, I'll be, I try to be objective. I try to call balls and strikes. Uh, if there's someone who is under delivering, I like to, I'll obviously comment on it. I don't shy away. I'm different than there's some hosts out there uh, who won't even tell you, you know, who they're voting for, who they voted for for president. I obviously don't operate that way. I think you have a right to know. Uh, I certainly like to, you know, can back up a lot of or everything that I say and so forth. But um, I'll say this about incoming Governor McKee. Yesterday, they let him lead. He came out. It seemed to run unsmoother. And, and it was a little more rapid fire. I don't know what they're going to do about Dr. Nicole Alexander-Scott. I mean, that remains an unknown. The vaccine situation seems to be getting better. You know, I also put out on Twitter, it was, um, it was a year ago, and so many of you gave me such a hard time about it, that uh, I went on the air. Here's a picture that I'm holding up. It was, um, this is February 27th, I'll turn it sideways, um, 2020, which is tomorrow. But there I was, I'm holding up everybody on Facebook. There is one in the studio wearing for the first time a mask. So first one to wear the mask. Many of you laughed it off. That thing's not coming here. You know, you're scaring people and all this other stuff. Folks, the, the vaccine is working. I repeat, the vaccine is working. You know, one of the things that came out yesterday was they're dealing, they're having a problem with people that don't want to take the vaccine. Now, it's not a mystery to me. Notice, someone actually tweeted me today, um, and I, I don't, one of my New Year's resolutions is I'm not like arguing with these people on social media. It's just not worth it. It's You, you could sit there all day and, and argue with, with these people, but there are someone um, tweeted at me. Let me just find it. Um, too bad callers that didn't know the flu would magically disappear from the earth one year later. Well, that that's that's just false. It's not magically disappearing. Is it, it's just that it's not magically disappearing. The reason why. Um, <clears throat> The, the reason why deaths are down, the, the, the reason is because of the vaccine. If anything, the vaccine and how older people are getting it first has demonstrated that first and foremost, this should have been treated as a uh, illness, meaning the coronavirus. And many people, you know, have had it. And I, you know, here it is a year later. I, I can't say for you, I do know people that have died from it. And the fact that what makes it different as a virus is it does, people that have had it, it affects your, you know, trouble breathing. It affects respiratory. So, you know, if there are people a year later that don't get that. I was speaking to a family member yesterday. I was saying, I see these people put postings and they put anyone else find it curious like sarcasm that there's the flu is not that bad this year. Like, what does that even mean? I'll tell you why the flu's not bad this year. People have changed. People, you don't go to work sick anymore. A lot of people are working still from home. You have reduced people. When I was in church for Ash Wednesday, um, you know, this whole business that this, and anyone that's been going to church where you're separated with the pews. Do you know how many times people are near you, around you in church, and they're coughing or shaking hands, and they have a sore throat or a cold, and then the germs just pass, and then people try to ignore it. Anyone else find it curious that the flu is not that bad? Well, excuse me. If you social distance and wear a mask, 
where then droplets go into the air and wash hands, then then of course germs are not going to, you know, people also don't have as many colds this year. People don't have as many sore throats as they've had in the past. In the past, and I've never been on board with this, by the way, it was just accepted that, you know, how many times, if you're listing right now, and it's 12.50 on this Friday, but wherever you work, that an illness would rocket through the office. You know, Harry's out with it on Monday, and then he comes back too soon. And whether it's a stomach bug or some kind of illness, and then it's slowly like everybody gets it. Like those days, it should never have been accepted. But those days are over. They're absolutely over. So that's why it's down. It's because the germs aren't spreading. Now, if here we are a year later, and I've been very clear, folks, if, if some of you still think it's it's a hoax or you think you're anti-vaccine, I, let, let, let me be very clear. I, I am certainly not going to be the one to try to change. I'm not going to try to change your mind, and I'm not going to be the one to change your mind. Because, I mean, I know it sounds insensitive, but there are times like this where it, it's just like the thinning of the herd, right? If, if you don't know that there is something, no one is, I brought it out yesterday, no one has died from the virus. No one that has gotten the vaccine, excuse me, no one has died that got the vaccine. No one that has gotten the coronavirus COVID vaccine has died. There are people dying, but they're not dying from that. I, if there are some people that either A, don't believe it, B, still think it's a conspiracy of some kind, or they, I did speak to someone about two weeks ago, said, I'm anti-vaccine. I don't get anything. I, I think that's, by the way, I was laughing about this because there's a guy that I ran into not long ago. <clears throat> we were talking about this. It was around Christmas time. I was shopping and uh, he said, no, I'm, I don't put anything like that into my body. Now, I, when I knew this person, which was, you know, years ago, I knew him from like going to see like rock bands play, right? Just follow the logic now. Now, it was Christmas time. We ended up at the same store. We were getting something. I'm not going to do a big heated thing, but he's, you know, very adamant. He's not getting the vaccine, doesn't get a flu shot. But just the whole thing of like, I'm not putting that in my body. Now, when I knew this guy, I, I felt like saying, all right, let me just get this straight. Now, you, you had no problem like doing an eight ball every weekend, right? Do massive amounts of blow. Uh, up until 10 years ago, I think he was still smoking a lot of pot. Way back, used to take like, you know, and I didn't do this, mushrooms, mescaline. I think he took acid. This is the person now saying, oh, no, 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 no vaccine for me. I don't put anything in my butt. Like, when did, listen, hey, I think that's great if the body suddenly has become a temple. But by the way, and also we drink like a maniac, right? Like drink like crazy. Lecturing, but all of those things. But I'm not putting the vaccine in my, my, oh, I don't get a flu shot. Nope, I'm not, I don't go for, oh, okay. Well, what about this? What if we chop up the vaccine and then you can snort it like the old days? How about then? No? Okay. Not me? I can't wait to my turn. I'm going to follow. I'll go when it's my turn. I'm hearing, by the way, the Dunkin' Donuts Center in Providence, that if you make an appointment and you're younger, they're still taking people. No one is turned away. Whatever. I think we're going to have a big sea change the month of March. March uh, is going to be so different than a year ago. March is going to start to be a return to normalcy. April, May, June are going to be great. The more people that get the vaccine, the more we have herd immunity. There will be people dying from the virus. Those will be people who didn't get the vaccine. I repeat, there will be people who will die from the virus. But they will be people who refuse the vaccine. Uh, I also don't understand, if you're a first responder, how do you not get the vaccine if you're a first responder? I don't get that. But again, everyone's going to make their own decision with this. <coughs> One thing I I'd, I'd liked about Governor Cuomo, who's really under heat right now, but last year when he had these, you know, people were working at home and they were supposed to just stay with their family and, and the, the outbreak in, was worse. And in parts of like Brooklyn and Queens, it was it was getting worse. And he, he finally said, he said, at this point, the government, we can't do anything more for you. We've told you not to, 
to wear a mask. We've told you to wash your hands. We're paying you to stay at home. There's no reason for you to go out. And you're still at this point, if you can't follow those basic things, wash your hands, wear a mask, and social distance. There's nothing more we can do for you. This isn't, you know, parts of the world where they really order people on a lockdown. Folks, this portion of the John DePietro show is brought to you by R.E. Coogan and Heating. It's Coogie. Call them today, 401. 401- 732 Now listen, plumbing, heating, oh, and pretty soon cooling. R.E. Coogan and Heating. Helpful, trustworthy, reliable. As Coogie says, let us into your home. Don't fix it alone. Call R.E. Coogan and Heating today at 401 now, they will go anywhere. They are based out of Warwick, but they'll centrally located, but they'll go anywhere. R.E. Coogan and Heat online at recooganandheating.com. Folks, this portion of the John DePietro Show. Also, remember, visit the website, depetro.com if you want to get in touch with me. If you would like to sponsor the program, if you want to be a supporter of the show, for crying out loud, uh, log on at depetro.com. It's right at the top. But... With all the illegals headed our way. And look at this. Look at the what's happening right now. Alorza is telling all the illegals coming to the country to come to Providence because it's a sanctuary city. He wants voters for his bid for governor. Come in now. We'll get you free everything and we'll register you to vote. You have that. And then at the same time, double whammy at the Rhode Island State House, they want to restrict your gun rights. You know what that means? All state lock. Experts in locking systems, building security. I spoke with a friend yesterday. He said, you know, you were mentioning those security cameras, but I didn't jot down the number. I said, if you log on at the website, tobedro.com, there's a direct link right to them. All state lock. Experts in locking systems, building security, and security cameras. Call them. 401 401- 349-0042, allstatelock.com, 401-349-0042. Well, folks, good afternoon. It's John DePietro on AM 1380, 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at the website, depetro.com. Now, remember, we go till 2 o'clock today. We're going to play more sound from CPAC, more on President Trump. That's a big speech coming up on Sunday. On Sunday, he is going to reaffirm. It's his party. And some of these uh, Lincoln Project perverts and some of these others that want to knock him out, they're wrong. He's not going anywhere. The movement is together. Folks, this is the ultimate, you know, those that are not on board, the train's leaving the station. If you want to jump off and say, oh, he's alienating people. Oh, the election was fair and this other BS. You're going nowhere fast. Nope. And, and listen, I know it. Ted Cruz, Chris Christie, of course they're disappointed. They want to run for president. Not happening. The biggest joke is that Nikki Haley. I hope she does run. She'd get get her clock cleaned in a primary. Folks, this portion of the program, though, preferred towing and recovery. Call Mark and Christine. They're located in Lincoln. They service the entire state. 401-725-8500. Preferred towing and recovery. 401-725-8500. They specialize in towing transport, asset recovery, and private property towing services. Preferred towing, 401-725-8500. They're also on Facebook, and their website is preferredrecovery.com. And also, they buy older vintage cars from the 60s and 70s. Call right now for a fair offer, 401-725-8500 for preferred towing. Well, folks, good afternoon. It's Sean DePietro on the sunny Friday. We have another hour to go. I'm going to play more sound from uh, the McKee COVID briefing yesterday. By the way, we'll have more info, new information on when Governor Amundo is expected to officially leave as governor of Rhode Island. We'll tell you about it next. Plus, more on CPAC and more on the big President Trump speech that's coming up this Sunday. Stay with me. We're going to break for the one o'clock news. Another hour to go. AM 1380, 99.9 FM. You can listen online at the website, Demetro.com. Right now it's one o'clock.